hit the intro. Just hit the fucking intro. Yeah, I. It's just. It's. I don't know. It's gonna be one of those episodes. Still shitty, Dave. Are you straight up like flock of seagulls right now? We're toasted oats. We're not even Cheerios. Fuck you. This is... Who the hell are you people? Quitters never give up. Go ahead. Dan, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. Quitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never give up. What the hell's it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. Oh, MG, that's amazing. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said that's all they do. I know, but do whatever. I don't care. Smell it. Hola, party people. It's uh, episode, what, 84? 84 of Quitters Never Give Up. Um, I am Christopher Rosales, and let's introduce the other quitters. Uh, let's say hello to Lindsay from her car. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. I'm sorry. I just woke up. I had okay. a really late night. I'm tired. All right, let's get started with the messages. Hey there, Quitters Never Give Up podcast. This is Bob Back, your other other listener. Just calling to say, Edwin's a dick. I mean, come on. Josie's a pussycats. That's like 20 years ago, dude. We kind of move on. And uh, Lindsay, you kick ass. Thanks, everybody. So another vote coming in, this time for Edwin being the dick and Lindsay kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't take him seriously Lindsay because Josie and the Pussycats was 50 years ago. So yeah. that guy's very ill-informed. 50 Didn't years ago? Heck yeah. The Fuck. 80s? Okay. We're going to do the golden ago. anniversary when they released the gold DVD set. So you watched them when they first came out? Yeah. Like new episodes when it's like, this is a brand new show. First run, baby. Edwin is that the worst Cole? brag ever? <laughs> you know, I would I would like this vote a lot better if I don't know what happens next. <laughs> what happens next? Well, let's go to the next message and find out. Hey, guys, it's other listener Bob from Mystiquah again. Just calling to say, damn you, Edwin. Every time I get out, you keep pulling me back in. That Josie and the Pussycats drop at the end of episode 80. Man, you won me over. I changed my vote to Lindsay is the dick. Dick, dick, dick. Thanks, guys. I feel like that's a neutral or a wash at that point, in my opinion. But I did count it as a vote against me. I'm expecting Bob to call next week and say, you know, I'm the dick. Can I share my sound really quickly? Yeah. Hold on. Back. All right. That is my response. <laughs> Cut off appropriately because I, because I, even if I make the song into the whole song, I'm just going to keep cutting it off randomly just, just to fuck with him. Because F Bob back. All right. All right. Let's go to the next message. I saw bonuses up our butts at the Troob. Nice. How were they? Well, she that's all she said. Awesome. But Edwin was there. He saw them with the cramps or something. Right, Edwin? Exactly. That is uh, listener Monica. So we got a new listener. Nice. Yay. Welcome, Monica. 
We have and so few listeners, we can Monica. greet them all individually. Welcome, right. Monica. Monica, Monica, <laughs> have a happy Hanukkah. Nice. You know that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, Adam Sandler, right? No. <laughs> that's not Adam Sandler? That's a good Friends. pull, but it's from Friends. Uh, that's why it sounded so foreign to me. Yeah. I was actually wondering if anyone would get it. So, Jen, well done. We all thought it was Adam Sandler. Uh, next call. Hey, y'all. Luke from the Gilded Playlist here. Uh, I, I, I get that timing is different because, you know, you guys listen to the week that was, and then you record the episode, and then you edit the episode, and you post the episode. But I've lived through the Seabat thing for what feels like years of my life now through being an alley and through Ralph and through even a couple other podcasts that I listen to. I mean, the Seabat story is seemingly unavoidable in my podcast world. And now we've gotten to the point where you guys are visiting it for the first time in your time frame. But for us, it's, you know, it's been a little while and we had a nice break from Seabat and now it's back. And I just, I just don't know if I can cope. So fingers crossed that the Seabat saga in the quitters world uh, starts and ends very quickly. Keep up the work. All I gotta say is Mm-mm. that's a little long. It is. Ding. <laughs> oh. There you go. I so I heard that and immediately I went to the next episode that hadn't been released yet and listened. I was like, oh, he's gonna be pissed off again. Guy, we're but, fighting with all of our listeners now. Yeah. Just feuds. Yeah. Not feuding, per se. I understand. Oh, I will say I can sympathize with him because he thought he was over the sea bat stuff. And then next thing you know, he listens to us and it's still going strong in our timeline. Yes. But, but also for us, we haven't heard that in a while. I mean, I had to I had to dig up that clip and find it for him just because he mentioned it. Is but, everybody else over it? Because I don't think I heard Ralph play it this week. Yeah, everybody else is over it. Okay. I mean, it's like a month old at this point. That, again, like, we're doing our best, man, but we've got a lot of th- we've got a lot of content and not a lot of time. We're, we meet once a week, and we do the whole week, and then we kind of slow it down so that we don't interrupt other podcasts' new releases. And so we are going to always be behind. There's never going to be any actual catching up. You know, it's always going to be a little late. Right. Here we go. Next message. Hi, guys. This is Teabagger Liz from Chino Hills. I just finished getting caught up with your podcast. I've enjoyed it very much. It's really fun to go down memory lane with Kevin and Bean and you guys. So um, you guys are doing great and looking forward to the next one. Bye. So that's Steve Bagger Liz. So uh, another two, two new listeners this week. Yay! <laughs> we love Seven. our callers. We love them. Yay. All six of them. Yay! <laughs> uh, shall we start the other segments? Let's do a flashback that needs no introduction. Sure. Yeah. All right. I'm getting there. All hey, right. Kevin, um, tell Muggs about the time you almost killed lightning. <laughs> What are you talking about? Remember? Oh, the pumpkin, the pumpkin, to- the pumpkin toss? We used to do a pumpkin uh, <laughs> toss where we would go down. It was uh, it was 
Halloween. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, which band, Bean? It was Oingo Boingo. Oingo they used Boingo. to have their annual Halloween shows down at uh, the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater, back then the Irvine Amphitheater. And we used to do this elaborate thing every year where listeners would build catapults, and we'd see how far we could throw a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Mike, this goes back to the days when Kevin Bean used to do stuff. And, um, and We used to get the, the world's biggest pumpkin, remember? That's right, yes. yeah. I mean, so, six, seven, eight hundred pound pumpkins that would be hurled hundreds of feet through the air from from a catapult. It was fantastic. We so, did it every year. So this year, I think the students at USC or somebody made like a giant catapult, and the the counterbalance was a huge van, a full van oh full my. of like cement bricks. God. And I was saying, lightning, we're going to tie you to the chair. This is going to be so funny. And Out Scott the middle Mason, of the field. And Scott Mason wouldn't let me do it. He's like, what if it hits him? Like, what are the chances that that pumpkin is going to hit him? We were. I don't know, 100 feet away or something uh-huh. like that. And he wouldn't let me do it. I was so angry. I was yelling at him. I was like, come on. This is just fun. Because it would be so funny to have lightning out there tied to a chair <laughs> as a 600-pound pumpkin comes hurtling through the air, which, of course, wouldn't come anywhere near where he was sitting. Right. So he didn't let me do it, and we did the pumpkin toss, and it demolished the chair. It was a direct <laughs> hit and would <laughs> and would have killed him. No doubt. Yes. Oh. No, 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 it was Oingo Boingo. It was Oingo Boingo. <laughs> <laughs> so when Kevin says we're going to be thorough right. and do all the research, that's what he's okay. talking you about. You can Mike. trust me, Muggs. Right, but that you guys understand that lightning does not work for you guys anymore. Right. Right. Right, and, and that is the simply based – that's simply the reason, that because you put them all in, in, in danger. But I didn't put I them in know. danger, first of all. <laughs> all right, Bugs, you're the man. All right. Well, uh, I hope everything turns out okay. So do we. <laughs> so do we. Not as much as you do, but we do too. <laughs> do you guys remember when that was, Eddie or Chris? The pumpkin toss? Yeah. That was like 91. I still I have this clip from it. Listen. All right, the pumpkin is in the air. Look at it go. Look at it go. <laughs> yes. The chair we were going to put lightning in, the chair that we were going to put lightning in has been dissipated into a billion pieces. On that clip, you can you can always hear lightning say, "I almost died." <laughs> like cheering. Oh man, great times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took that from the B team. It's actually 1993. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a long time ago. Man, man like, thank God they told him not to sit there. Right? Seriously. Right. <laughs> Scott Mason you thought the unsolved life. mysteries thing was bad. <laughs> Imagine if they killed somebody. <laughs> For reals. Right? Yeah. But it didn't. So. Thank goodness. Yay. All right. Can you keep going, Jen? <laughs> yeah. My man Bean has Asperger's. And, oh. um, yes. Yep. And it's not with a B, like, that would be funny, it's with a P, Asperger's. And it's it's super smart people. It's highly functional autism. Yes, that's what, what it is, is basically. And, I uh, don't have Asperger's. Yeah, right. you, do. No. you so have yeah, Asperger's. You do. Yeah. By the way, we did that te- We did 30 questions of that test. Uh, they said if, if you have 12 to 16, you have Asperger's. He had 22. Yeah. yeah. Dr. <laughs> Drew yeah. Has, has confirmed yes. it. I said, does he have Asperger's, Dr. Drew? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> So he doesn't uh, like the people much, Bean. Uh, so he he works from home. 
up mm-hmm. near Seattle. That's he just stays away from all human beings. But every once in a while, he has to come down, and he has become the most extreme human being on the planet. Yes, uh, he. There's nobody, you know, on the scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. he he wouldn't use any of those numbers. He either has a minus one or an eleven. Those are the two options 11. that he has. He's in triple digits. It's, He's in triple digits or it's minus a thousand. It's either. <laughs> nothing's just about? okay. It's No, nothing. Nothing's, nothing. nothing's either good or bad, Lisa. This is fine. No, no nothing's do. ever fine. There's no fine category. It's either amazing or it's horrible. <laughs> it's always got, that does it's sound got like two levels. Right? Right? Now two that levels. I think we're saying. It. Yesterday, Hi. that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> See, oh, yesterday da-da. we were doing the breakfast with uh, Incubus, and mm-hmm. we got there at five thirty as mm-hmm. normal. And it was what temperature would you say it was when we were there? Five thirty. I think hundred and ten. It's probably about hundred and ten. It was a little chill in the air, but it wasn't too a, cold. Everybody had like a light jacket yeah, on or a sweater. Fifty-five, sixty. So it's between fifty-five and sixty degrees. Yeah. Being Sun's not up yet. One of the first things he says is. Why are we sitting on the face of the sun? <laughs> well, we were. What is wrong right? with you? I mean, you I've never been, was I've never been so hot. This is the hottest I've ever been in history. It's ever been. <laughs> it, it was, was like 60. Broiling. At the most, it was 60. But, Bean, it wasn't, it wasn't broiling and it wasn't even hot. It wasn't it, even it, warm. It wasn't even warm. Uh-uh. We wouldn't have been able to breathe if it had been one degree hotter. That's how hot it was. Maybe. Our lungs would have exploded. I think Bean doesn't know how to to uh, communicate with human beings anymore, so he tries he, he mimics what he sees other people do. Yeah. So somebody else is talking about the heat when it's hot, and they go, "Wow, it sure he, is hot." He files that away. Files that away. I'm going to use that sometime when I'm having a conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At the very least, that should have been uh, uh, the dark side of the moon cold. I mean, really, that's that's the direction you should go. How are you hot? I was very uncomfortable. It was sticky and sweaty. It was and not I, it was any not, of those I did things. not like it. It was zero of those things. There's you might as well complain about you. the sun being in your eyes, too, <laughs> at 5.30 when the sun wasn't up yet, because that's how opposite it was. By the way, heat and cold is one of his big complaints. When oh, he comes yeah. into the studio, it's just like, oh, oh, it's so hot. He turns the air way down. We're all freezing to death. Um, don't be, don't be extreme, Lisa. We, no, that I position froze is to taken. Death the other day. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> extreme, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when it comes to hot and cold, Bean is never okay or just a little chilled. Yep, or you're right. Maybe a little too warm. It's either a thousand degrees below or a thousand degrees. That's yeah. absolutely. Those true. are the options. It's that like he the, gives the you. weather chick he likes on uh, yes. NBC. Uh, yes, Lita Doresco. Is that yes. her name? Loresca, right? She's she's the hottest woman on television. Right. Not even close to being the hottest woman on television. So we'll say to being to try and just clarify and trying to get him to come back to reality. She looks fine. She's attractive, sure. She looks fine. She's attractive. Mm-hmm. She uh, seems like she's got a lot going on. No, Good no, person. no, no, no. She's the hottest woman on television. <laughs> it has to be that extreme for Bean. Otherwise, it doesn't work for him. This is extreme for Bean. She's the hottest chick on TV. And he says that kind of stuff every day about people who are... Really strongly in the mid category. He says it about everything. Remember yeah. we had breakfast with no doubt. Oh, I was yeah. thinking breakfast yesterday. This is the greatest breakfast burrito I've ever oh, eaten. Oh, that damn burrito! It was just eggs, 
wrapped in a tortilla. He's never stopped talking about that stupid <laughs> burrito. The greatest thing I've ever eaten. No, that it's not. was it's the best just, burrito ever made. It's by just the way. a good burrito. That's Here's the really thing about that, Bean, uh, and the rest of us all kind of concur. It was a good burrito. It was a great burrito. It was well made. Tasted it was the good. best burrito ever. I'd have another one. <laughs> Me too. I'd have it every day, every meal. But it, it, not the pre- best burrito ever. Not even close. Name a better one. All <laughs> one that's got steak and guacamole and cheese mm. and beans, like a real full fledged burrito. Couldn't touch this one because so, this was the best burrito ever made. So yesterday we were uh, <laughs> trying to figure out how to work the breakfast with Incubus, and uh, the, the table that we were sitting at was I don't know thirty feet away from the stage where the band members are, and it's it's usually difficult to ha- you know get their attention if they don't know where we where we are if they have to look all the way over there. So I said, why don't we just have wireless microphones? We can get up on the side of the stage, ask them some questions. When they play, we'll just get back down. Mm-hmm. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard. So I said... It's going well, to be awful. So I thought... I, I said, well, how is it that bad of an idea? It's just, it's just you know, a, I think a decent idea. We should probably do it. Oh, it's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> We've done 30 breakfasts just like this. And I said, 30 where we're, you know, 50 feet from the band. <laughs> no, you're right. It's my bad. We've done 4,000 breakfasts just like this. <laughs> and then we said, why don't we bring the people who are asking the questions up on the stage? Maybe that would be kind of a cool thing for them. They're at the breakfast. They get to get on stage with Incubus and ask the question. And uh, Bean said, that's the worst idea I've ever heard. That's, that's way too far to walk. It was like 12 feet. Dear God, <laughs> Way too far to walk. It, it was like walking from here to New York City. It really was. <laughs> You're extreme being. I was afraid that this is extreme Then you got to have a plus one on everyone who asked the question because they need a Sherpa and they, all the equipment that they need to get to where we were. It just, it was, it was undoable. Right. But we did it. And, yeah, and it was okay. And it worked out it worked fine, really, right? really simply. No, 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 no. It's the worst thing ever. And he does that. We're voting on the guests or whatever lately. He's just, oh, I can't. Oh, listen, I can't believe Anyone would make that choice, but all right, I guess, if you want to make bad decisions. That's how he talks to everybody about everything. There's got to be some middle ground, Bean. There's got to be something that's just okay. Can you just try? Name something that's just okay. No! (laughs) This is Extreme Bean. (laughs) That damn burrito. That is awesome. Hey, what's the date of that? June 17th, 09. Mm. All right. Uh, what are we doing next? Shall we do the roundup? Let's do the yeah. roundup. <laughs> Good evening. Tonight we have a horrible story of terror and blood. <laughs> Nailed it. Ow! 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 get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. And this guy is just doing it for extra poon time. <laughs> All right, let's get started with the podcast roundup. All right, over at uh, Hollywood Babylon, uh, they did their first East Coast show in New Jersey in Kevin's new theater. This is the theater where uh, my father took me to see um, Blade Runner. Wow. Uh, this is the theater where uh, my ex-girlfriend, Kim Lagen gave me a hand job to Labyrinth. <laughs> also in this theater, I've told this story before, went to see Friday the 13th, maybe a new beginning, one with the heavy set dude who eats chocolate and shit like that. 
And uh, at a point in the movie, that character, the heavy set dude eating the chocolate and shit like that, was on screen. And in a pitch perfect, quiet fucking moment, uh, Danny Hapsack's brother Ed Hapsack goes, It's fucking Kev Smith. Uh. Now, that happened in this fucking theater. And it took me 37 years. But um, I've now made it that, that, that Ed Hapsack can never come into this theater again. <laughs> You're going to put his picture up at the box office? <laughs> Don't let this bad boy in. That's the ultimate nerd revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Kevin. Uh, they also discussed Christian Bale and his um, desire to join Star Wars. At Christian Bale, in an interview this week, announced the one Star Wars character that would persuade him to join the franchise. All right. He wants to play the stormtrooper that hits his head on the doorway in <laughs> A New Hope. That's the only character he says that interests him. I, if I was fucking Disney, I'd be like, fine, let's do it. <laughs> I would make a whole fucking series just to <laughs> fuck him over. Just to be like, get in the suit, fuck! So it's ten episodes about you hitting your fucking head. No, I have him going home to his wife afterwards time. after he hit his head. And like, do you have some aspirin? <laughs> oh, good for you. You worked all day making food. I hit my head on a doorway doing the work of the empire. La di da di da. And then I hit my fucking head. Are you not professional? You other stormtroopers who's supposed to wash my head. I totally agree. I would watch that. I would watch the hell out of that. Oh, that's got to be a show. <laughs> that could be like a funnier die series. He just, he's bonking his head. He's falling over stuff. He's the guy that didn't plug up the hole into Death Star. That's where they're able to blow it up. Right. He goes into the infirmary. He can't, he can't save everybody. Yeah, exactly. Lives with the PTSD. He's <laughs> kind of like those, uh, those as seen on TV stuff, the products Ralph buys. He'd be the guy, he couldn't peel an egg, you know. Took him all night to peel an egg. He tried to paint something and the paint spilled, you know. They just can't do anything in those TV commercials. That's him. That's his oh, whole life. good for you. Has this ever happened to you walking through a doorway? <laughs> Bunk. Uh, okay, they also discussed the Velma controversy from Scooby-Doo. Velma from Scooby-Doo was in the news this week. It's canon now that Velma is actually lesbian. Everyone's very excited. Canon for me for years. That's what I thought. Didn't we all sort of agree I think on we that? We all years agreed ago? to it in the fucking seventies, man. Yeah, and uh, but apparently in the newest uh, Scooby Doo movie, she gets a crush on a girl, and yada yada yada. And some people are upset. Fuck them. No, really. If you're if you're concerned about a cartoon character's sex life, just fucking check out. You got nothing left. There's just there's nothing else in your life that can concern you because that's your focus. I don't. I got nothing for you. Let really the poor don't. girl eat her Scooby snacks. Right? Fuck. Yes. Like Zoinks, man. <laughs> like Zoinks. Velma's fucking a chick. Yeah. All right, Eddie. You are our cartoon correspondent. What are your thoughts on Velma? Um, I think it's been a, kind of got retconned over the years. That Shag is a stoner. Velma's a lesbian. I don't know. I guess they just finally leaned into it, just like uh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought they were always stoners. I thought that was the whole thing. They were always in the van. I don't know. I've read some so stuff much. where they're like, each person was supposed to be a type that they knew. I don't know. As long as they leave Melody from Josie and the Pussycats alone, I'm fine. <laughs> um, let's go over to Kevin and Sluggo. Kevin, of course, loves the louds, and it started at an early age. I told my woman a story, and uh, she said it's the nerdiest thing she's ever heard. <laughs> 
she is beyond cool. Yes. So oh, she was right. <laughs> awesome. So when I was younger, uh-huh. I used I love speakers. Okay, actual home, home speakers. Sure. Like yeah. I like a giant speaker, and I want the music to really, really. Oh yeah! Joe no, totally out hurt you. Yes. Yeah. So there's a song that uh, I apparently liked in the t- in the day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this one. Oh no! Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Not just Chicago. Hard to say. I'm sorry. That song. <laughs> so to test out the speakers. Uh-huh. Yes. I brought in a cassette tape of Chicago. <laughs> Hard to say I'm sorry. Into like a I went, I went from store to store. Audio. Store to store to store to store. Odyssey, yeah. And I would say, I need a cassette deck. You went to more than one store. Oh, probably 10. Oh, my God. Yes, really? Yes. That? I would put it at a certain part of the song right. so I could see the bass response. There's a few others that are a little harder rocking. Of course. <laughs> of course there are. Like Pink Floyd is really good at recording and doing that sort of bump Why? in. Why? Why would I? So I would cue it up to this spot. In every different store. And then I would oh. listen. Right? So then when it kicks in, you'd be like, how's the bass? <laughs> now I'm in the store and I'm cranking. How do you feel with the bass in your face? Right there. That's all I needed. <laughs> and then and then I would go to the next oh store. Oh, <laughs> Bring my cassette. Yes, I need to cue it right here. Yes. And they're afraid it's going to be anthrax, but instead. No, it's this. It's Peter Cetera in Chicago going. (laughs) That's it. That was my. And that's how I tested speakers. I think your woman might have been right. She's totally right. Turns out, well, as always. That's the nerdiest thing ever, and I'm embarrassed. I'm never going to be able to listen to that song. I know. Oh, I forgot something else my woman told me. Never tell anyone that story. I've totally lost respect for Kevin with that song. I don't know. I just can't get behind that song. I'm just imagining all the record stores with his picture up. Do not let this kid in. (laughs) Right. Yeah, just walking around store to store to store to store, like he said. Every Radio Shack, he'd come in and just try try out different speakers. You guys remember um, Johnny Rockets? Is that still a thing? The burger place? yeah. Do they still have like the jukebox thing that you can request uh, songs? Or was it Johnny Rockets? I think so, yeah. They used to have the, the jukebox things. Yeah, that's right. Because they're trying to be 50s. They try yeah. to be like a sort of 50s burger place. This one time I was a shit-ass kid and I played Rock Around the Clock and then I just started requesting the exact same song. <laughs> and it played like uh, we were just leaving and everyone was dancing to it the first time and then it started playing again and I was like see ya <laughs> and it was probably playing like three more times alright uh, Janky Town uh, Beer Mug rode the Red Bull stunt helicopter and he gave his philosophy of life and these stunts none of that, none of that freaked you out I mean it's just something you kind of have to like let go at that point so uh, like I accepted you have your it. Life I was dude's hand. Yeah, dude. I mean, look, if I were to go out on the Red Bull helicopter, that'd be a pretty sick way to go out. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you know, that'd be dope. Yeah. Local radio personality dies on Red Bull stunt helicopter. That's epic, dude. Yeah, he wrote his nice little epitaph right there for riding the stunt helicopter. I, 
I don't know. As someone with kids and with little kids, I think I think I'd have a little bit more thoughts to them when writing when doing something crazy like that. I don't know. That's just me. But then the other thing on that is that Klein from the Klein and Alley show that he wanted Beer Mug to shave while he was in the helicopter, and they wouldn't let him. So then he turned it into tandem skydive. He wants Beer Mug to tandem skydive and shave, which gave us his second epitaph. Local radio personality dies after tandem skydiving while shaving. So it's pretty morbid. That's not the only epitaph we get. The Ralph report, Ralph talked about going to New Jersey and pulling into a gas station, and he thought he was going to get carjacked. So let's play a little bit of uh, How Does the Story End? How does the story end, my friend? And this guy's working towards me with real gusto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I figured this is a carjacking. Uh. And I thought to myself in the moment, this is how I die. I die at a gas station in New Jersey off the, <laughs> at the Bon Jovi gas station. At the Bon Jovi service area. This is what my epitaph's <laughs> going to read. Uh, former Los Angeles radio personality dies in carjacking. In a blaze of glory. In New Jersey, in a blaze of glory. <laughs> He was wanted, dead or alive. Okay, so... How does the story end? Lindsay? Jen, did you listen to this? Oh, wait. Um, that's a person filling his gas, right? Because you're not supposed to pump your own gas in Jersey? Oh, man. And he gets up to me and he goes, No, no, we, we pump your gas. Oh, and yeah. I forgot in yeah, New yeah, Jersey, yeah. they do. They still have gas station attendants yeah. who pump your gas for yeah, you. You can't do that. I, Nicely done. I've been to Jersey and that's not happened to me, but I've, I've seen like, I've remembered and seen that. It, you, okay. You've been to Jersey where your driver pulls up to a gas station and someone fills the car for him. <laughs> No, I have. <laughs> my aunt used to be a nun station, stationed in a New Jersey uh, convent. So we would visit her every once in a while. That was a normal thing. Your aunt was stationed in New Jersey. She was one was of those nun. undercover nuns. She was not an undercover nun. No. She was an undercover. <laughs> no, look at you. No, I stole that from How Did This Get Made? <laughs> I can't take credit for that great line. <clears throat> I think Oregon also has that. You can't you can't even pump your own gas in Oregon. They have to do it. It's just the law. I'd be nice though why, but... to bring that back. You know, especially if it's raining outside or snowing, or I don't want to do, you know, and having making sure someone's checking my oil and I miss those I got days, time man. to wait for nobody. Yeah, I, that I sounds like yeah. way too much time. All right. Uh Ralph doesn't like Rocktober, so he invented <gasps> Licktober. Tuesday, Licktober 4th. Uh, so he did he did lick it up from Kiss, and Edwin did not like that. So he decided that every day in October he would come up with a new Tober. So he did Spocktober. The fifth of Spocktober. Sp ah. <laughs> Pure energy. So that one kind of worked. And then he did Bachtober. Today, uh -huh. 
is the 6th of Bachtober. So I can get behind that because, you know, if it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. Um, well done. Then he did Croctober for the shoes. And, of course, I had to add the Pippa sound effect. Croctober. <laughs> oh, no! no! And then they just start getting worse from there. Of Shocktober. Flocktober. It's the 13th of Proctober. Ooh. Where we're going to salute proctology. What? The branch of medicine concerned with the anus and rectum. It's Proctober. I said what, what, in the butt. I said what, what, in the butt. You want... Would you like to know what month it is? Yeah. Well, because on Fridays we have the video vault, we like to feature things that are film related. Uh-huh, of course. Today is the 14th of Hitchcocktober. What? Good evening. I'm waiting for the 20th of Socktober. Of <laughs> I know. He's already out and he's got two weeks to go. Yeah. <laughs> he's got 10 more to come up with. There's tons of things that he could do. Barocktober. Oh, like that's a good like one. Barack Obama. Yeah. And then he could use all the Hank Williams draw. Obama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. There's... You got to call that in, Lindsay. Uh, Rock and Socktober. Rock'em Sock'em Tober. That's an old. Uh... He's got Stocktober where he could like talk about the Dow Jones. Or Stockdale. Stockdale Tober. Oh, Stockdale Tober. <laughs> Cock and blo- Cock Block Tober. You <laughs> oh should God. do that for the 22nd because that's Stockdale's birthday. Oh, oh perfect. Cool. Mocktober, like the razor. How about Schlocktober? There's an old cult movie called Schlock, and Schlock means, you know, something that's low-grade, like a, a C&D movie. All right. Edwin killed it. Block Rocktober, like the, you know, the block rockers that you wheel around and they play from Mysterio. We're already <laughs> out before we get to 10. We're 10. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes these things sound funny in the moment, and then as you go on, you realize, oh, my God, I just ran out. Edwin's still messaging with, with <laughs> Doc October. I like that. Doc on the Rocktober. <laughs> there you go. Rodney on oh, the Rocktober. That's spectacular. Oh, oh yeah. Rodney there on the go. Rocktober. Yeah. You gotta right. call these in, guys. That would be going back to Rocktober, which I think he wouldn't like, but I guess it's Rodney. I don't that's know. That's fantastic. Still has a different reference to it though. And Ralph yeah. has a whole arsenal of impressions of the guy, so Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, this is the death segment of the podcast roundup, and we're going to talk about Art LeBeau, and here's Ali discussing Art LeBeau. Art LeBeau has passed away. Ali, I talked a lot about him and my feelings on the AMP show last night. Why don't you tell me your growth? Before we hear Ali's talk, the AMP show, I'm not going to play any clips of the AMP show that Bean did because Bean didn't want to play any, so I'm going to respect that and not play any, but I did get his opening and then the Art LeBeau tribute he did on that that show was really good, too. So I hope he continues doing it because it sounded great to me. 
I liked it a lot. I hope he, I hope he keeps doing it. Okay, let's keep going with Ali's thoughts on Art LeBeau. What up with Art LeBeau memories? I mean, a kid in L.A., that was, that's who you listened to. That's who you were like, oh, this guy's just going to tell me all about love. He's going to play songs that I didn't even know at the time I'd be boning to later. He just <laughs> was, he was Southern California for us. And he bridged, he bridged so many races Yes. together yes. usually it's okay you listen to this station for r&b tracks you listen to this station for you know the white songs what elvis and whatnot you listen to this station if you wanted some mexican music but he did it all together and and really made people feel like a community i'm just telling you for an la kid that was like that was like your 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 uncle, your Tio, your, who you listened to and you were like, this guy, he gets it. She's spot on there. I mean, I don't remember a time without Art LeBeau. I don't even think growing up I understood how much he contributed to rock and to radio. I just thought he was just on the radio and he did a, a cool little dedication cholo show because that's where all the cholos would call in and dedicate to the people in prison and stuff like that. So it was really cool. <laughs> we used to make fun of it all the I'm time. I'm glad you're saying that, not me. <laughs> no, it's true. You know, you know, this one goes out the little puppy and keep your head up. And, you know, it, it was all funny to us, but it was all he would be really sincere with it. And the people were also really sincere. It, it stopped being funny and started becoming a, a good show. Yeah, I think Here's, you're right. Because when I was a kid, that was on. And I'm like, why is this guy playing these super old records? Who gives a crap about that? But you're right. You do, you would listen to it. You get sucked in and it was a really good show and great music. <laughs> Yeah, and here's Bean giving you a little bit more trivia on Art LeBeau. When he took these calls or took these dedications, he wasn't just looking at his watch. It wasn't lip service. He was invested. He yeah. gave you the opportunity to share what you needed to share on the radio, and he realized that he was a great facilitator. And you're absolutely right. He gets the credit for being one of the first DJs on the West Coast to play rock and R&B music. For God's sakes, he invented the term oldies but goodies. and Invented, invented the oldies, it. And invented the term and the yeah. album, too. Before Art LeBeau came along, nobody was taking songs from different artists and putting them on an album and releasing right. it. He's the one who came up with the concept. And here's the other thing I mentioned last night that I have so much uh, admiration for is that the man, well, he loved radio. He was in radio for over 70 years. He was in radio longer than Queen Elizabeth was on the throne. <laughs> How about that? Wow. What a he, was, she was. he was already in radio when she went to the coronation and was still in radio after she died. That's wow. how long this man's career was. On our last discussion where we talked about oldies and I said, it's not an oldie unless it's on the Art LeBeau show. I think I was proven right there. Huh. Um, all right. Um, now it's Bean going on a murder spree. Let's start with Joe Pesci. He was watching Casino, and then he got sad because a lot of the actors in Casino are have passed away, like Don Rickles and, and so forth. He'll list them here. But then he also lists Joe Pesci. And then I started getting all sad because of all the dead people in it. Joe, oh, no. Joe Pesci is in it. Paul Sorvino is in it. Don Rickles is in it. I mean, it's just like every time wow. somebody pops up, I'm like, oh, well, he's gone now. This made me stop and almost want to call in, but I was like, they're going to correct themselves. Ali will catch it and say, Joe Pesci's still alive. But he didn't. All right, and then uh, Bean is going to murder Robbie. How about instead of asking Donna for permission... You ask Donna for your balls back. 
and then surely your voice will drop. You disgust me. I'm gonna murder. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drive to Portland. I'm gonna murder Robbie. Wow. And then I'm gonna get a vocal cord transplant, and then I'll have his voice. Will that be the ultimate revenge or what? So this goes back to Bean wanting a vocal cord procedure to lower his voice, and then he says that Donna didn't want him to do it, so that's why Robbie included that in the intro. But uh, R.I.P. Robbie. Anyhow, that's the podcast roundup that's full of death for your October rock. Bean loves death. Bean loves death. That was just a new <laughs> jingle for Bean loves death. What was the I'll original the Bean loves death based on? Oh, Bean loves death. Now I can't. I can't think of anything else. Oh, it's for, is it in that? Um, it's either that one or the Tyra Banks one, where it's um, the song um, in the movie isn't Shrek it, when they isn't get it like to, Snow White, like Hi Ho, something like that. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death. Yeah, yeah. Because the whistling is from Hi Ho from Snow White. Oh, maybe that's mm-hmm. it. God. <laughs> okay. Movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Eddie. Eddie. So, okay. Time for the week that was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. I went back in time. Is that a problem that I'm hard? Well, we'll find out why Kevin was hard. This is the week that was October 10 to 14, 2011. The big announcement was the latest Brexit. <laughs> breakfast with. The Brexit? We are going to do breakfast with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And they were so good when they did it just a couple months ago. They came on again. Can you believe it? So I went to the archives and I got this great version of Rain Dance Maggie they did. <laughs> Okay, no, it wasn't the Red Hot Chili Peppers again. Here's what it was. We are doing a breakfast with Coldplay. It's at a new uh, location, live from the new Red Bull Sound Space at K Rock. Nice. How about that? They uh, they built this down the hall from the studio, so yes. you actually come to the radio station and see the band in a beautiful new space that is created especially for live performances. That looks great, sounds great. Still small though, but still a great place to see a show. Said so breakfast with Coldplay, and it was the debut of the Red Bull Sound Space as well. So they used that for years, little small place they built for good sound and to get a few fans in there. So the whole week was basically about Coldplay. And one of the favorite things is to do one of those montages. Let's see if any of us could get it. 
Hey, um, before we play the montage, give you a chance to name all five or six, rather, Coldplay songs in uh, in order. How long has that smoke detector battery been di- dead at your house? Are you hearing a ch- chirp? I'm hearing a chirp. Am I hearing a chirp, Tiffany? Um, no, I'm in my room. I'm just sick. All right. Uh, You're just fine. sick. Okay. <laughs> That explains it. All right. I'm, I'm going to play the montage for you. Okay. And then you're, yeah, that, that's it. There it is. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Or do you have a cricket? What's going on? No, listen, you it need to. might be crickets. I don't know. My brother's in my room. It might be them. I don't know. <laughs> it's not them. <laughs> listen to me. Check. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. Here's the, uh, here's the montage, and then you tell us the songs. All right. I got fix you. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> all, right. all right. Let's hear it, Tiffany. Okay. So it's clocks. Every teardrop is a waterfall. Fix you. Trouble. Yellow. Hawk. How did she do it? Yeah. How did she do it? I really don't know. I've never understood how people get that. But you did, and you won, and you're coming to our breakfast next Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Tuesday, okay? So she got it. They must have just... Taking calls off air because I don't remember hearing people do the constant fails that week. The next thing they did was the hardest game in the world. And this was very funny because nobody would even guess. And Beam was getting very mad, which always cracks me up. Next up is Diane. She's a mom. She stays at home. It's the hardest job in the world. Oh, look at that. A little sympathy for the callers. Hi, Diane. Welcome to the show. Good morning. So far, we're O for all. Good luck. Listen up. We'll play it for you twice. Here's your Coldplay song backwards. Wally. One more time. Wally. Anyone want to guess? Yellow. Yeah, that one was kind of one of the easiest ones. Um, what I, um, it helps. Um, it sounds the same forwards as it does backwards. <laughs> what I, um, we do need a guess. Okay. I'm thinking. Easy. I know. Um, All right. If people aren't okay. even going to guess, there's no reason to call. Hey, at least have a song in mind. <laughs> yellow. Yeah, that was Thank yellow. Sorry, Thank you for the call. All right. I feel we're Beam's in a sudden got death. Place to go. He Let's go. <laughs> Hurry up, people. I just am envisioning people listening to the game going, all right, take a guess if you don't know. We've got an ego in the toaster. Let's <laughs> go, people. I agree are with we Beam, in, though. We uh, are in sudden death. We're in sudden death. I think at this point, yeah. no more drawing, Mr. Announcement. If somebody gets it, they win it. That's good news for Enrique. What's up? Hey, Enrique. No way. No way. I'm betting right now. <laughs> if you get it, you win, Enrique. I'm saying no way. Right. Here we go. No pressure, but if you get it, you win. <laughs> yeah. okay. There it is twice backwards. Here you go. Skull. One more time. Skull. I can't hear you, Christopher. Clocks. Clocks. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Uh, no. At this like point, you're, you're not allowed to be surprised that this is what the game sounds like. Uh, Give us a guess. Uh, Name a goddamn Coldplay song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any of them. So Bean was getting very upset. Wait, wait, hold on. We got a caller. A clock with a clock, and it's those and similar to... Clock. Ms. Cleo got it. And Christopher, it was clock. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So, like I said, nobody would even guess, and Beam was getting very mad. So, let's just take the end of the contest. Sudden death continues with the worst contestants in the history, not only of our show, but of radio. But it's Who's the gonna... game in the world. Time it is indeed. all of these people. <laughs> Who's going to save us, Mr. Announcement? Ruben. He's a salesman. Ruben, are you ready? 
I'm ready. All right. You're not going to be surprised by hearing it backwards. <laughs> uh, no. There you Sounds go. like a robot. There you go. <laughs> Wheat skiff. One more time. Wheat skiff. I think it's... Wheat skiff. Fix you. Fix you. Uh, one more time, please. Nope. nope. Thank you for calling. Let's move along. At this point, we have no time you. for nonsense. Let us fix you. Let us give the answers, Bean. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> no one just... ever wanted to be out of a segment more. Bean's in a hurry. <laughs> I'm just saying, how many times have we said to every contestant, we're going right. to play it for you twice, okay. and then that guy's like, uh, can you play it again? Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, you're a good boy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Somebody needs a Valium. <laughs> All right. Next up is Emily. <laughs> what if this game never ends? What She's if we're still playing it tomorrow? Emily's a student. Emily, please get this right. Okay, I'll try. Here's Emily, the song. What, what have you what have you thought of the contestants so far you've been listening to while you've been on hold? Um I don't know, they're all really hard. Yeah. So. yeah they sound like robots. <laughs> all right. Here you all go. Right. Good luck. Offer it all visit our grease your vet. Uh, we played this game originally. Uh, we named it something else, and then we realized it is the hardest game <laughs> yes, in the world. Yes, it really so. is. All right, one more time backwards. Offer it all visit our grease your vet. That one. You know it's not yellow. Is it him for the weekend? Every teardrop is a waterfall. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. this. oh, my gosh. I know that it talks about Wiz. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What song is it forward? Um, a lot of words. Oh, gosh. Big clue. Don't make words. me start talking. Giant I will. clue. A lot of words. <laughs> there are one, two, three, four, five, six words. Six <laughs> words. <laughs> Say the name of a cold play song. Uh... <laughs> Every teardrop is a waterfall. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you. Please. God. All right. Last contestant, Mr. Man. Get it or not. Last contestant. Game, we don't have a winner yet. That's this right. This game is over, and we won't have a winner if the next person doesn't get wow. it. I will turn this car around. Uh, yes, I will. <laughs> Who do we have, Mr. Announcer Man? <laughs> next up is Kara. She's an insurance agent. Kara? Yes. Please get this right. Now, you are going to need insurance based on what I'm going to do to you if you can't come up with a title. All right? Ahead of time, I'm going to tell you that whether you know it or not, perhaps shout out a Coldplay title. Okay? Oh, there right, you I go. This is it backwards. One more time. Any guesses? This one's kind of easy. Viva la vida loca. Yeah. Or yeah. Viva la vida without the loca. Either way. I, I had the loca. It's got to. I'm going to have to say Viva La Vida. Viva La Vida. That is the first one that's the same backwards as forwards. <laughs> Cara, 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 Cara. Breakfast with Coldplay happens live from the new Red Bull sound space at K-Rock. It happens Tuesday. You will be there with us. Thank God for you. And thank you, Mr. <laughs> Announcer Man. They sound like robots. <laughs> Nobody got it. And it was just funny for me to see Bean get madder and madder. <laughs> William Shatner came in, and uh, they got him roped into doing Coldplay lyrics to see if people could guess them for tickets. Nice. Adam, welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. You ready to play? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Good luck. Here's Mr. Shatner. Your skin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your skin and bones turn into something beautiful. You know. You know. I love you so. You know. <laughs> I love you so. Is it a problem that I'm hard? <laughs> uh. <laughs>
you're doing a bit now, right? Eddie, please tell me you're doing a bit. No, this was real. Can anyone guess the song? Uh, wow, that's a beautiful rendition of Yellow. Wow, that was a beautiful rendition of Yellow. Yeah! Everybody knows. Yeah, no, that's real, Lindsay. Eddie, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I still don't believe that you're not doing a bit, but not only have we reviewed this clip, you also, I believe it was in an early episode, started playing this and then we we called you out for not remembering it and now this is time number three which is why there was a bit which is why i'm reciting it word for word (laughs) i wondered how you knew it so well well good job okay well that's where it started it was that week because coldplay was going to do a a breakfast with Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay next up something i don't think i've played before they had hugh laurie come on it was the new season of house coming up Eighth seasons in now, yet the show has never suffered a a lack of quality, and it came back strong as it's ever been last week. I mean, that was a very intricate episode to have House in prison and hundreds of extras. I mean, that was quite a debut, my friend. That was it was a it was a very big deal for all of us. It was uh, ambitious, and uh, those are the kinds of things that you know it's a bit of a risk. You kind of you think, well, an audience they may just uh, they're seeing so many elements of change. They're seeing new faces, new whole new setting for this maybe they'll turn away but they stayed with it and i think enjoyed it well that's what brings us to our next question which is tonight's episode and uh your guest star that plays the role of bobby uh yes are you worried about the audience sticking with that i you know just a little bit okay are you worried about being upstaged uh not really okay (laughs) Uh, you put it in his contract i mean i'm I'm worried about him trying. <laughs> <laughs> you had in his contract at no time was I to appear on screen with him. Oh, is that oh, right? Yeah, that's how we avoided that problem. Now, uh, tell me, Ralph. Ralph, of course, plays the role of Bobby as a guest star on tonight's House. Yes. And the way you've explained it to us off air, Ralph, is people are going to forget about Dr. House after they see you on this show. Like, you own it, right? You're on for 59 minutes of the 60 minutes tonight, right? Well, look, the crew was murmuring spin-off, spin-off the whole time I was there. So really? I, I'm assuming there will be something in the works soon. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what that's what I hear. Uh, except that the crew are mostly Swedish, and spin-off in Swedish means something completely different. And is it a not a compliment? Is it a curse word? It is a little bit of a curse word. Yeah. In, in as now, much as the Swedes ever curse. Now, Ralph, what can you tell us about uh, Bobby's? Uh, I'm sure very pivotal role on tonight's episode. Yes, it is pivotal. I I play the uh, ex-boyfriend of Liza Snyder, who is sort of the patient of the week, and she is waiting to get a, uh, a lung transplant, a double lung transplant. Mm-hmm. And Hugh is brought in to diagnose the lungs, basically. The patient tonight is simply a pair of lungs breathing in a big lucite box. Just awesome. so. Only lungs? Yes. Only lungs. Huh. The, the, the lungs are alive uh, because the lungs are the only With the sound of music? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Is that I How could I not? Wow. Isn't that, is that incredible? I Hugh, mean, we're sorry. Never- so a couple of things on that. That was when Ralph was on House as Bobby, and they talked about that for years to come. And the second thing was that joke that Bean did about the sound of music. They made that into a Bean the interview killer. But Hugh Laurie laughed in Bean's defense. Uh, they went on. Ralph talked about his character and going on the show, which was interesting. House has been one of my favorite shows since it first went on the air. It's one of the shows I don't think I've ever missed an episode. I've seen every episode wow. of the show. And um, 
yeah, so this was a dream come true. They have them call me up and say, we'd like you to do something on our show. It's pretty cool. Now, they asked you to play yourself, which I thought was curious. How you don't dare see, you, sir? You don't see that very often. But, uh, <laughs> I, I do believe the role was written with me in mind. <laughs> yeah, it seems to have been. Yeah. So they said, hey, let's uh, belligerent drunk with a leather jacket. Who do you got? And then they went, it's Bobby. And then they called you. <laughs> That's funny, the leather jacket thing. The leather jacket thing came out uh, completely out of the blue. Because they send you down for fittings, you know, you have to go down for wardrobe fittings. And they right. said, this is what we had in mind. And, you know, the show takes place in Jersey, so he's like an East Coasty kind of thing, but he's kind of like a bar fly, hanging out and stuff. And, you Were know, he's, joking? he's a bit of a loser. And so this is the, the wardrobe thing we had in mind. And they pull out a, a shirt and a black leather jacket that are almost identical to things that are hanging in my own closet. <laughs> and I said, are you guys kidding? They're like, what are you talking about? I said, oh, never mind. You thought they were giving you a <laughs> time. But that's, that's what they gave me, and it was pretty much my own wardrobe. Yeah, so Ralph seemed to be playing himself. <laughs> so I thought I'd do a little trivia question here. We're all Ralph fans, Kevin and Bean fans. What primetime shows has Ralph been on with lines with a character name? NYPD Blue. There's that's Family right. Guy, American Dad. So it wasn't charms. his first. Charmed, oh, yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah, and he always kind of, kind of plays the same character, except, of course, at NYPD Blue. He was Officer Gruden. It was Bobby on House. Remember in Family Guy, he played the boyfriend of Quagmire's sister that they yeah. killed because he was abusive. And he was the same guy. He was leather jacket, you know, a drunk. Who so maybe it's play? life imitating art. <laughs> the DJ on Charmed, he did that a couple times. And He was DJ Ralph Garman, but he was listed as DJ. And uh, let's see. I'm not sure if this counts as prime time, but do you remember there was a show called Ten Items or Less? I believe it was on yeah. TNT. That was and prime was, time. Okay, Charles Cliphouse on that. Yeah, okay. so there we go. Next up, they did a little jingle for Ralph. It's Bobby! And that inspired a certain Kevin and Bean listener to send an email. I wonder if that could be. <laughs> Last hour, I didn't mention that uh, George Clooney, who will also be my uh, good friend one day. Oh, really? Okay. Signs his emails. Uh, Danny Ocean sometimes does stuff with his friends and leaves messages as Batman on their phones. That's that's just sweet, sweet, sweet to me. Yeah. Got an email from a uh, listener, Edwin, who currently writes in. He said, uh, George Clooney didn't invent signing emails with famous film characters like Danny Ocean or Batman. You once did it to me, says Edwin. I don't remember this. He said, I sent you an email. You know how you replied? You signed it off as one of your most famous roles from House. That's right. I got an email signed from Bobby. I woke up in the middle of my bed. I got an email signed from Bobby. I got an email signed from Bobby. I got an email signed from Bobby. Well, that was pointless. Come on. I feel like that's getting a little incestuous. It's Bobby. That's what I'm saying. That was strong. So there we go. That was very strong. Was strong. After Ralph was on House, he wasn't on the show the next day. I think it was partying too hard. So we have producer Alex doing the show Bisbee. TV on DVD out today. Bones, Chuck, and Gem and the Holograms. Bring it! Kick it! Right now. Oh, 
Yes. What uh, was that? Is that a cartoon? No. Smell my childhood. Yes. No. Jem was awesome. Okay. She was a supermodel who would go self-crime in Paris in high heels, as <laughs> you do. That's not true. Clearly, Gem and the Holograms inspired by Josie and the Pussycats, which uh, all great art was inspired after Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> I love this because they started talking about, I believe it was Hugh Jackman's birthday. So I just stitched together these three showbiz beats because it's Ralph ragging on Bean, even though I love Bean. Hugh Jackman's 43 years old yeah. today. Kirk Cameron's 41 years old. A little too much excitement for being for Hugh Jackman. Yeah! Because we all love Hugh Jackman. Brown, right? Not that much. Hugh Jackman. His real steel movie? Yes. What? What's the Well, wait Bean made wait, such a fuss the Bingo. first time. Oh. Then nothing the second time. Nothing the third time. What, not, what well, the hell happened? Because he likes to I, disappoint. That's how it is. It's He's, not that. He knows it's we're it. expecting it. I'm the puppy who got hit in the nose with a newspaper after peeing on the carpet, so I've learned my lesson. I, I was and surprised. That puppy that, always pees on the carpet. That's the thing. Again. We've been beating that puppy practically to death <laughs> for a decade. Stop. The puppy won't stop doing anything. Puppy won't stop. Suddenly, puppy stops. <laughs> we think the puppy's dead now. We think the puppy's dead. That's the problem. I just thought that I wasn't alone in my admiration for Hugh Jackman. You're it's not. just an all-around awesome dude. So right. all it was is you said Hugh, Hugh Jackman. I said, yeah, because I thought, but hey, we yeah, love Hugh Jackman. Because you guys are hypercritical of every syllable out of my mouth. The point oh, is, I was just excited about Hugh Jackman. That's all. Oh, I love... <laughs> that was the noise that he made this morning. <laughs> Nothing better than the noise is when Bean goes into poor me mode. Nothing more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do that for the rest of the morning. <laughs> and, that, and that wasn't the noise at all. Hugh Jackman is 43 years old today. Nothing, huh? He's a talented actor. Couldn't Mr. see that. Jackman. Couldn't see that coming. No, couldn't we, dear Mike? I couldn't see that segment coming. No, I will have. Uh, that's good. At least it was low and late. <laughs> that's what we shoot for here on the Kevin Beach Show. Let's be our new, our new, uh, our new low motto: and low and late. The Kevin and Bean Show. <laughs> Low and late, also the motto of our podcast. <laughs> so I, I like that. Bean's my guy. I have a lot in common with Bean, but it always cracks me up when Ralph kind of got onto him. And uh, <laughs> last up, everybody's wondering when this was going to happen. Nope. Oh, sweet. Finally, right, Ralph? Nope. Finally, Finally, indeed, sir. Nope. Come on, who's with me? Sing it if you know it. Halloween, Halloween. That was October 13th, 2011. That was the first time they played it. So it was about halfway through the month. That's pretty late. I always thought that Ralph hated it too, but he was like really into it. And later on, he even says like, I don't agree with being on much, but I love Halloween spooks. So there we go. Halloween spooks will be played, I suppose, from from that week off. And uh, that's the week that was. Back to you, Steve. Awesome. This is another episode of Quitters Never Give Up, everything in the Kevin and Bean universe. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for calling in, leaving us messages. And you know where to find us. (laughs) So (laughs) until next time. Why are you laughing? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You're the wind beneath my wings, dude. That's all I'm saying. Can I just say, I am outraged. Whatever happened to the wholesome family show about a drug addict who got so high he thinks his dog is talking to him? Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Halloween spooks outside my window. I can hear you chiming in, Lisa May. Halloween spooks, they are the dream. Not interested. I wish that the two could see. 
But I can't find them for the life of me And there's Halloween spooks outside my window pane No! No! Be a, lot of, a lot of kids very, very happy by playing this today I've been uh, answering the business line a lot during the other songs yeah. that we're playing, and the kids are calling up. They're going, when, when is it time for Halloween Spooks? No. It's got to be time for Halloween Spooks. No. We're a couple of weeks away from Halloween. So, hey, hey, Oh, hey. my God. Who the hell cares? What's with the cut that's short, for God's sake? It's oh, good. I thought we'd just get a little taste no, here. We'll little taste play more as we get too strong. As we, too good. As we, oh, it's too good. <laughs> you, you give a, a starving man a little yes. taste of pudding? Yeah, because if he eats all he wants, he's going to get sick. No, but he, or you might save his life. <laughs> You have to uh, right. you have to you have to cut it with water or it's too too powerful. You'll, your brain will explode <laughs> if you ingest all of it at once. It's Halloween spooks concentrated. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Exactly. Too much. But uh, we got a couple weeks to go. We'll be getting oh, a little deeper into the man. spooks as we get get closer yeah, to the holidays. That spookus interruptus right there is what that is. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I'm right. not finished yet. Well, you did, left me with uh, blue spooks. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take care of that on your own time. I guess so. <laughs> There's very little that Pete and I agree on. Very little. But Nothing. one thing we do agree on. Sweet, sweet Halloween spooks. Now, let's do the international friendship song, yeah? Yeah! Is das nicht ein piece of chalk? Yeah, das ist ein piece of chalk. Is das nicht ein key and lock? Yeah, das ist ein key and lock. Piece of chalk, key and lock. Oh, the shana, 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 oh, the shana